You're listening to the Rebel Scum Podcast. You are always scum. Rebel Scum. From odds making to list rankings, we've got you covered. And don't forget to join us on Patreon for early access and exclusive content. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. James. Yes. Uh, have you ever seen... I don't even know if this is a common recurrence, but I saw something on Instagram where it was like a Boba Fett action figure and they had made some kind of like throne or something. Okay. And he's sitting on it and poses up, but in the background, like it's really cool. This person made a whole elaborate little set for his Boba Fett action figure. I don't know if it was like a black, it's, it was really posable. So it's probably like one of those really expensive ones. It looked good, but on the back, the back, Back uh, behind this throne is like the heads of like, pe- like creatures he's supposed to have like hunted, like Boba Fett. <laughs> but it's funny because it's like they're supposed to be like animals, but then there's like a Trandoshan. I think there's like there's like a um, a Rodian, and it's just like I had a moment where I looked at, it, I was like, oh, that's cool, and I'm like, wait a second, that's messed up. That's basically he murdered someone. <laughs> <laughs> I know yeah, yeah. he murdered someone decapitated them and then put them on the wall and I was just like that's really messed up <laughs> I want to I gotta give a because you mentioned like Rodian and, and stuff um, uh, Trandoshan there's a yeah. Mandalorian Walgreens exclusive Funko Pop of the Trandoshan oh really and oh two, yes 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 2Med2 picked it up at Walgreens and he asked if either one of us want it. Um, uh, and, nice. I, and I said, yes. And then I said, but we have to figure out the shipping. And he told me, and I'll tell you off camera, but it was um, definitely more than the Funko Pop. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, there's a, uh, speaking of Funko Pops, there's, a, I think, a 10-inch Mandalorian coming yes. out with Baby Yoda. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> That's happening. I just got Baby Yoda Black Series. Um, yeah, you sent me that it, picture. I, I forgot it downstairs, but it's the same size as the poor black series, which I also can't find, and it's so tiny. Yeah, and it's just like I get it, but I'm also like, okay, whatever. <laughs> it's so <laughs> tiny. I got it for a decent price, but like regular price, it, for me, it's ridiculous for the size of it. It's just there's it. Yeah, the, you know, Star Wars things need to be affordable again. Is is really? I'm gonna start. I'm gonna I'm gonna start a GoFundMe for making Star Wars figures. <laughs> yeah, like it's it, it's it's no different for having the C3PO Rise of Skywalker Steve C3PO yeah with uh, uh Babu Babu Frick in, in uh, included right because it's just like you wouldn't just buy the Babu Frick. I mean, everyone would. I mean, I I'm sure collectors would buy a separate yes. if they had to. But like, you know if what I mean? If they made Babu like, Frick just... though, like a decent, like a real size, like a playable yeah. size, then it would be different. But yeah, I think like obviously Baby Yoda, the child, couldn't have come out uh, Force Friday, Triple Force Friday, obviously because yeah. that would have ruined yeah. the surprise and and whatever. But but. There's no reason why they can't come out with a a black series Mando right now and have Baby Yoda. They should have a three pack: uh, Mando, Cara Dune, Baby Yoda, sip and tea. That should be the three pack. <laughs> I would actually spend the money to get that. 
Uh, one way I could see them selling Baby Yoda by itself is if it's a Baby Yoda that goes in that like floating pram. Mm. Well, they have that. I think. <laughs> like, I think it's like they have a big one, but mm. but there's the Baby Yoda that's like whatever, and it's like eighty dollars. And I said, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do it. We're in a we're in a pandemic. <laughs> Slowly getting out of the pandemic, though. Murder and miniature, miniatures, all these topics and more on the Rebel Scum <laughs> Podcast. I'm Brock. I'm, this is... I'm James. The 171st Second time? Second. Second? Okay. Se- we've lost count. We should just stop numbering these. Are you okay? Should we just stop numbering them? It's good. We're at the point yeah. where I'm like, I'm tired of the numbers. We'll take the Marvel stance and we'll start renumbering it because people get weirded out when they can't start at number one. So, yeah. so next week we'll be number one again. This is a rebel scum reboot. <laughs> it's just, it's not us. It's Andrew and Rob hosting now going forward. <laughs> what happened? Bro? Robin, Robin, Andrew in the morning. <laughs> oh, Rob, we got to give a shout outs to uh, executive producer. Heidi Fetter it was her birthday a couple days Happy ago. Happy birthday. The day after uh, Andrew Fantasia's. Uh, it was also Aaron Quinton's birthday a little while ago as well. Nice. Uh, so everyone's celebrating happy birthdays. Birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. We hope uh, you you didn't go too far up. But uh, your patios in Ontario are open today. Not in Toronto, but everywhere else today, patios apparently are open. I uh, I joked about going to one, but I think I'll just stick with my deck for now. Mm-hmm. Not, mm-hmm. not because I'm scared, uh, because the drinks are cheaper. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, really... I'm not going with anybody anyway, so. <laughs> I, uh, I've definitely mastered the Caesar. I've been making them out. <laughs> yeah, at that's home, your, and it's that's, just like, booyah. That's your go-to. I have mastered. I got, so, uh, it's a San Pellegrino has this sparkling water. Not the pop, but it's sparkling water. Zero calories, zero sugar. Um, and it's just like natural water, carbonated water with like uh, natural flavors in it. And you can get like lemon tangerine blood orange mm. stuff like that and i i buy the case of that put it in on ice with some vodka yeah yeah the best I, and i feel like i feel like i'm actually doing my body good <laughs> <laughs> that's been my goal because yeah. i'll have a beer and i'm like oh my belly is starting to look like a real <laughs> like the dad bod is in full effect from the beer so i've gone to this drink and i gotta tell you brock pretty good and we know what if you don't have the vodka still amazing <laughs> yeah we should uh we should start being hipsters and try to get them white claw what have you not heard of White Claw? It's like a spritzer. I believe it's vodka. I don't think it. I think it's just like a. It's like like a, uh, uh, a spike spritzer, and it's White like Claw. it was. It was like the Lacroix or Lacroix. <laughs> I was saying it the proper way, Lacroix. Lacroix is just oh White Claw. That's what yeah, this, White Claw. I've seen this ad a lot, and I'm just like, you yeah. look stupid. I was in Tyre with Reham. Ten years ago, when we could go to the states, and they had it there, and I was tempted to get it. I'm like, you don't drink these normally, but they were there. I was like, wow. Yeah, so that's basically what I make myself. Yeah, pretty. But I think mine's healthy. I've bought a bunch of them. I've never bought White Claw. I bought one called Tailspin. Mm -hmm. Um, terrible. But no, I shouldn't say that. Very good, very good. If here's the thing, though, the reason why I like Mm. what I'm making, and I also. I don't know why we're talking about this, but I also just put carbonated water <laughs> on ice with like some lime juice in it. I don't like the sweet, sweet drinks. 
And these ones, I've, I don't know what Oiklop, but these ones I find are sweet. Uh, they're just not mm-hmm. made. For, they're not made for me. Um, but they, like, I can yeah. see why people would really like them. And you don't taste alcohol at all. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just refreshing. Um, anyway, are you going to go to Disney in, in June seventh, July seventeenth? Is that are you? Have you already <laughs> left to go? You know, if I was in Orlando or Anaheim, I probably would do it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, not. So yeah, I started I, following it. Finally, this is I. I this is Reham's effect on me. I started following uh, this guy, Prince Charming Dev. He's a he's like a Disney blogger, and he's just he's he's been going to all the parks that aren't that are open and stuff. And he was at SeaWorld yesterday, and he's like his stuff is cool. And I'm like, I want to be there. I wonder. If- I want to be where the people are. <laughs> That's not where the people are. I wonder if uh, Wonderland will open at all. Canada's Wonderland. That's a good. Question. And look, and in uh, fairness, not the, in fairness though, Ontario, Canada is is way better off in terms of Corona than anywhere a Disney or Universal Studios is located. Oh sure, I, the problem is, I think, and disagree with me if you want. I do. <laughs> like you. The problem is it's summertime and people want to do stuff. I mean, you can already see it. You probably don't see it out in the woods because you are isolated. But like, oh no, uh, I see it I during see the. It. Oh okay, sorry. Yeah, you go. What am I saying? You went to work the other day, right? Yeah. It's and just also, like uh, there's like, more cl- close. Sorry, close to me is cottage country too. Oh, and that's you true. Yeah, see you're it. right. You're yeah, saying yeah, that. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. But people are out doing like. There's more people outside because they're like, there's nothing to do. So, like, the problem with opening Wonderland, as much as, like, I think it would be great if they did, people will just be like, we need to go now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like. Yeah. Uh, and the, you know what? With Wonderland, I don't trust them like I trust Disney and Universal because we've both we've been to all of, all of those. And the efficiency yeah. of, of the yeah. American ones is top notch wonderland is like just got in there and you'll stand in line and you're like you get heat stroke because there's no cover like it's just a complete different and i just think they're run no offense to wonderland i love you but um no it's it's a i just don't think we have it but i mean ontario cases were down to uh just over 100 or just under 200 today yeah real like it's it's that that makes me happy <laughs> and i'm glad that people get to yeah. go back to work now um and yeah, like it's yeah, it's like you know we gotta take it step by step. Ooh, James. Uh, but you know I think maybe Wonderland could take a cue from Disney. I think you have to book ahead of time. I think it's to online. Get yeah, and then you're wearing a mask. They're checking your temperature, yeah. all that yeah. stuff. And you know, I'm sure you know the other thing too is I'm pr- I, I bet you that if you're on a ride, the ride comes in. And then they're like, and then they have like a team of of their employees going yeah. tss, tss, and then wiping. Tss, tss, and yeah, wiping, yeah. Right. So At the Disney, good news is so much more controllable, right? Yeah, and I, I'll bet you. So the good news is people are getting their jobs back, and they'll probably have to hire even more to to do that. Now those yeah. will probably be so, yeah. they'll probably have to be fall under some kind of temporary job. But I mean, for some mm-hmm. people, a job's a job, and uh, yeah. So we'll see. Um, yeah, uh, crazy times. Yeah, but we're getting there, you know. We're trying our best. We, I think we all deserve 
a nice real vacation. They, every vacation should be free for one for everybody for one week. We should all get rewarded with one free vacation. Um, I, that's how we should. That work. sounds like a logistic nightmare. Uh, or all at the exact same time. <laughs> it will be nice to to see the world a little a little bit. But it it, it I, yeah, I was looking at the numbers. Although I will say. Again, I love the United States, but their numbers are not. It's scary down there, man. Like those numbers, it's yeah, like it it's like scary. they went really high, dropped a little bit, and now it's like leveled off at high numbers. Now, the other thing I argue too is because British Columbia here in Canada has like no cases, and I'm like, British Columbia, mm-hmm. the entirety of British Columbia is Toronto. <laughs> like, let's. Yeah, like yeah. let like like there's a little bit more. Like let's you gotta you gotta look at it as it is per capita, and America has mm-hmm. w- like you know way more than us, obviously. So, but but on but I think so. I think Toronto is the most uh, Ontario, but it's mostly Toronto. Obviously, is it's 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 very positive. Yeah. I think because as many cases as there are new cases, it's they were saying things could start opening under 200, and now it's steadily under 200 and dropping. Yeah, so hooray for haircuts! I don't have to cut my hair anymore. <laughs> oh. uh, do you have to go out of town though? <laughs> well, no, I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> like, where yeah. are you going for your haircut? Four hours away. They're open. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, anyway, speaking of dropping, Broom Boy. <laughs> I need a Broom Boy. How's that for a segue? Uh, Broom Boy, I don't know is the actor's name, I'm sorry, was on something on a YouTube channel. Uh, he talked about playing Broom Boy. And now we thought that maybe he would be on uh, in, in episode nine. And I don't know. I feel like when I saw The Last Jedi, I never thought that we would ever get a future with Broom Boy. I thought he was just like a metaphor for the galaxy and, and to show us like the optimism that Luke's kind of inspired. But throughout... What were your feelings on on the Broom Boy? Were you were you disappointed when he wasn't the lead yeah. in Episode Nine? I appreciate I appreciate you bringing this up, and though we didn't sweep it under the rug. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, I was I was just amazed that they did this interview with this kid because I don't know, always like 10, 11, 12 maybe, and he's having like his answer was like, "Oh, that's very." Adult sounding, so I don't know. Maybe he's fifteen or sixteen now. But you know, yeah, I think any anybody wants to continue being oh. one, continue working, but continue to be in a Star Wars movie. Oh, on his point of view, hundred percent, I'd be like, I yeah, would have yeah. the I would have been like calling Colin Colin Trevorrow endlessly, <laughs> and then when he got fired, I'd be like, Yo, JJ, my favorite movie, Super Eight, second favorite movie, Mission Possible Three. Third favorite movie, Star Trek. <laughs> I just like list all those things. My favorite show, Alias. You know what I love? My, I model my hair after Felicity. And you just go down like a list of JJ things. <laughs> <laughs> I love regarding Henry. You did a great script. Um, no, but like, I know it's confusing because like Star Wars, every character has a name. Oh. And uh, they make a video, video or um, an action figure. <laughs> An action figure of everything. But uh, Broom Boy is more of a symbol than an actual character. Yes. Right? Like, yeah. 
it was sort of like at the end of that movie, it's like, oh, that's inspiring. It's like, this is not the end. And like thinking about it now, it's just like, wow, I really wish they would give Ryan Johnson another movie. <laughs> and they are, or well, who knows? Uh, it's just like, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, he had some really interesting thoughts on the Star Wars galaxy. And then just comes to a halt. And that's fine. Cause JJ has a different view. Well, of it, I think so. this is, a, I think, I don't know how to, how to word this properly. Ryan Johnson had a lot of thoughts in Star Wars. I think were a lot of good thoughts, but yeah. for a lot of people misplaced. Yeah, sure. Um, and if you, if you didn't find him misplaced this far, I'm not, I'm not here to debate any of that. But I think I think for a lot of people it was misplaced, and I think if he would have used those thoughts and a wholly original idea for Star Wars, like clearly he was planning to, it would be a lot better better received than than it was in the Last Jedi by the fan base, uh, and that's based on fan ratings yeah. online. But you know, because <laughs> and it's. I, I, and J.J. Abrams, uh, I think he has a lot of thoughts about Star Wars. And his thoughts, I think, for both Force Awakens and Rise of Skywalker, maybe they would have been utilized better. Had I think people are more supportive of The Force Awakens and what he did there because that movie kind of took our characters. It kept Han Solo, Han Solo. Whereas Luke Skywalker, you could argue what Ryan Johnson did with Luke Skywalker. Because it's not the same Luke Skywalker's Return of the Jedi. Like, no matter mm-hmm. what you say, he's a different person by that point. And he, people change anyway. So, whatever. I'm, that's, again, it's not an argument. And I'm what I'm saying is Han Solo, they basically made Han Solo. It was the yeah. same guy you saw in Return of the Jedi was in The Force Awakens. But I, I, but I think a lot of what he was doing and the fun he had was we were kind of on board with it because of Ray and Finn and and Kylo. It was new characters, and he was yeah. he, the focus was more on those new characters. Sure, Han was there, but Han he was supporting the new yeah. characters. Whereas Last Jedi comes, and it's all about Luke. And if you're not on board, and I and I said this after we first saw it, the the moment Luke, I think, had the moment Luke tossing the lightsaber been executed differently, I think more people would have been on board with Luke. But I think because he did it in that comedic, over the shoulder, and then the music just abruptly stops and he storms out. Mm. I think honestly that subconsciously irks a lot of people more. Like it just throws you off because you spent all that time like, <gasps> what's going to happen with Luke and the saber? And then it's, it's Looney Tunes over the shoulder storming off. And then all of a sudden your perception of Luke just is like, well, that's not my Luke right away. Like Luke wouldn't do that. And, and now he's got to win you back. And I, I think yeah. that ending is great, but I don't think it's as powerful as, it would have been more powerful had he defeated somebody, not just been a distraction. And I know there's some symbolism and blah, 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 but I think it's star Wars and the four year, I mean, the four year old kid doesn't care, but, but people look at it for that. And I think for both, both of them had a lot of good, but with the rise of Skywalker, obviously you're following Ryan Johnson. So then the stuff he did in the force Wiccans doesn't work in rise of Skywalker. Like, it's just a weird thing where they, mm-hmm. they were, 
they both had really cool ideas, but they might not have been the Skywalker saga ideas. Does that make sense? That was long-winded. We have no yeah, more time. No. <laughs> no, I get what you mean. It's just and it's not, and I'm not saying you have to. I'm not. It's not. I agree with me or not. It's just. I. It's just a viewpoint. It's it's interesting that you bring up like how uh, Ryan Johnson handles Luke at the beginning of that movie. Uh, I agree. Like it is very kind of comedic. Uh, so maybe that's a little jarring for people in general with Star Wars. I feel like the the newer star, the Disney Star Wars are a lot funnier than the any of the other Star Wars movies. Uh... Like Han is a jokey guy, but like I find like Han in Force Awakens makes more jokes than I think at least the original trilogy. I think Force Awakens has the two best jokes. Well, three PO kind of crushes it in Rise. Right. But that's right. not how no, the I'm including them all together. But that's not how the force works is hilarious. Yeah. And Oh, uh, you're cold. Yeah, that <laughs> I like this. <laughs> but I like this thing. But you know, those like... are see, and this is what I'm saying. Like that is a Han solo joke. Whereas Luke oh, sure. like Luke's never been funny. No. I also but... don't like the giant fish that he carries. I just I don't like uh... <laughs> Not that like the over the shoulder. I understand the over the shoulder. I just think it. I don't know. I think that throws people off. I think also, also he's trying to make Luke more like a Yoda character. If which, you're if you're mimicking Empire Strikes Back, which, you know, it, which it is. Unfortunately, we kind of are. But it is though. It's reversed Empire Strikes yeah. Back, and uh, um, for better or worse. And Force Awakens is obviously a New Hope. We don't have to argue that. And Rise of Skywalker is Indiana Jones or something. I'm not really sure, but. But it's it's funny that you bring that up because I sent you that picture of some like artist like idea on Instagram where it's uh, Luke in the black uh, Return of the Jedi getup and Leia with what we assume is a young Ben Solo baby and then Ahsoka showing them uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a recording of Anakin Skywalker and it I said to you it was like it's like oh this what could have been and i realized like this could actually happen it still could (laughs) it kind of it makes me reflect because it's like we the problem we having with last jedi man we really strayed from broom boy but like we don't know luke's state of mind Mm -hmm. right all we know is something happened and he's removed himself from his family so it's sort of like it would be interesting if it's like maybe they do meet Ahsoka and that's how he learns a lot. I mean, we also know that there's a lot of talk of Luke going to find Jedi artifacts and learning the history of the Jedi Order or just the Force in general. I think like that would be really I, I just make an animated thing on it. It would be really really cool. But like, you and you bring up okay. I think you bring up one of the problems of the sequel trilogy as a whole. I don't mm-hmm. like saying problems as a sequel trilogy, but but like so okay yeah. so we go original trilogy prequels sequels so let's let's put them in order prequels original sequels you have the prequels and they tell us the story of Anakin then he falls to the dark side and Obi Wan yeah. blah blah then there's a gap right what happens in that the gap doesn't like uh, the the original trilogy doesn't depend on that gap based no. on having the prequel trilogy. 
what like what happens in that gap is inconsequential to the plot line of the original trilogy. You can fill it up and whatever, yeah. that's great. But it, you yeah, don't exactly. need any information there. The sequel trilogy comes, and this is proven in the Last Jedi. There's a gap, but the difference is we we depend on information in that gap now. Because yeah. that ends, all of a sudden Kylo's a bad guy. Because in the original, we got we see the bad guy turn into the bad guy. We see the Emperor become the Emperor. And in the original, we're like, oh, the son's going to follow in his father's footsteps. You know, ha- at, in the third movie. But like now, all of a sudden, it's like, well, what happened? Because last time I saw you, everything was all hunky-dory. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and then The Last Jedi is like, well, because you don't know, We'll go back in flashbacks and tell you, kind of, but we're going to hide as much as we can because of secrets. And they never fill in the gaps properly. I guess I shouldn't use the word properly, but they never fill in those gaps. It's left to imagination, which is nice, but nobody knows how to use that anymore. Or or extended universe stuff, expanded universe mm-hmm. stuff, which ah, half people aren't going to read and the other half are going to take way too seriously. So I think that's the one one of the things with the sequel trilogy is they didn't when they went into it I don't feel like they planned out what happened in that thirty year gap between. Yeah, you know what it's it it's tricky too in Last Jedi because it's like Force Awakens roughly works pretty well because Luke or um, Leia and Han, as much as they're important in that story, they're not the main focus, and yep. in a sense. I mean, this is going out left field. In a sense, they're kind of supporting characters in the original movie. Even though we love these characters and they're very fleshed out, it's the Skywalker saga. We're, we want to know about Luke Skywalker from the get. It's mm-hmm. So when you introduce Luke Skywalker back into the equation, which is what everyone has been dying for in the last 40 years, like, what happens next? And that's what you're given. You're kind of like, ugh. <laughs> That's the thing. So it's like I, for and I, mm. I, I understand a lot of people that liked it, but I also understand the people that were let down by it. Mm-hmm. I was only let down by it because we had we well that was your first guess on what Luke would be like. At two years before the movie came, you're like, I bet he'll be crazy like Yoda, and I was like, oh, yeah. that's all they did. That's why I was disappointed. I'm like, Brock had to open his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like could they come up with a more original way to handle him in this situation? I yeah I don't know it's, no it's no offense to you I'm not offending you I'm just saying like if no, you're yeah. able to predict it that means you know oh yeah no you're right uh I kind of I enjoy Luke in Last Jedi because it's just like there's a distant franchise but we don't get to see that and I think I like oh I would like to know more because I don't know I think I think Ryan Johnson had some interesting ideas going down I think. It wasn't a matter of like, okay, let's continue the story. It's like, okay, let's make, let's create a, a type of Star Wars that now exists after the the original. You know what I mean? Like, it's sort of and and that's why I, do the same movie over and over again. I don't know. No, that I totally whatever. So I agree with you, and I think that's why. I think he, I know he turned down nine, but I almost feel like that was like a cowardly move on his part because he did yeah. so much to kind of say, we're going this way. And then he's like, yeah, but somebody else is going to have to worry about that. And my problem with 
with the, pretty much the entire sequel trilogy is there's no consequence to any action that the writers make. <laughs> like it's like we're gonna yeah. do it. Why? Because and they keep doing it, and then it's somebody else, yeah. and it keeps falling on somebody else's shoulders, and then Rise of Skywalker comes and is like, well, Palpatine's back. <laughs> Because yeah. the easiest answer, or the most satisfying for fans, is Palpatine's back, and it's uh, like it's that. Once you do that, it's like, oh, Snoke was a clone. Okay, well that answers that. And this how? Okay, that answers. Like all of a sudden, like <laughs> yeah. every answer is Palpatine. How did Palpatine get back? The dark side. And but you're like, all right, I guess. And that's that's my one. That's the other thing. It's like, it, okay, Ryan Johnson, you did it. Give me the now follow through because I'm I honestly. Colin Trevorrow's script, whatever, whatever. I would love, you know, we always want this book on how the sequel trilogy happened, but I would love the book on, you know, Ryan Johnson in his mind had some idea where his story was leading to. Yeah. I want, I want that because we got, I think we got yeah. something close to what JJ Abrams had envisioned when he started the force awakens. Yeah. That, now Ryan Johnson, you tell me where you were going. Cause I want to, I want to know. And I think he has an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's a hell of a storyteller, and I would like to see more. But uh, where were you going, RJ? <laughs> so yeah, Broom Boy, get out of here! <laughs> I like Broom Boy was fine. Like he's perfect for what he is. Yeah. The end. Uh, anyway, uh, you talked about Ahsoka. Whew, I'm out of breath. Ahsoka is going to be in the Mandalorian season two. Hmm. Is there new news on that? Uh, I believe Star Wars Newsnet is saying that when we, f- uh, when we first meet her, she'll be in her gray hoodie robe Mm-mm. that we see her in, in at the end of Clone Wars, not the the white that she wears in the end of Rebels. Okay. Um, and apparently she's gonna have a blue lightsaber. They don't know if she'll have two. They suspect she'll have she'll have two, but apparently they 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 do know more spoily stuff, but they didn't want to put it in the article. Um, shout out to them for not doing that because I'm okay with, <laughs> with not knowing everything that happens. Um, yeah, so that's that's what they're saying. And she'll have she does have a lightsaber fight. Uh, her role is it's bigger than a cameo, but still uh, small. They likened it to uh, Luke at the end of Last Jedi, oddly enough. Which is, by oh, the way, okay. a beautifully shot sequence. Oh yeah, Kray is just a piece of art. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm down with that. Uh, the one thing that's good about this quarantine, I think a lot more people have watched The Mandalorian now. Because yeah. <laughs> I start having conversations uh, with people I've never talked about with Mandalorian. So it's like, it's interesting. It's like, it's like that show came out in November of last year. <laughs> like, so it's just like, yeah, I think a lot more people, and they're like, when can we get more? I'm like, October. Like They're like, it should be sooner. <laughs> I'm like, the, the whole structure of how television works is that typically, I know it changed, is really different now, but like, he's like, if they premiered in October, the next season will be in the following October. But yeah. just, well, I mean, they have to shoot it and then edit it. <laughs> exactly. It is what it is. I'm looking forward to it. I, I mean, they also speculate what we've been speculating is that this, Disney will test the waters uh, of Ahsoka and see if they can spin her off into her own series which speaking I think- of ryan johnson news oh my wonderful girlfriend reham just texted me knives out is now on prime yes wow oh you know what movie looks great on prime not great but like really fun 
And I'm bringing this up because I watched this movie called Extraction with uh, Thor. And it's it's produced by the Russo brothers. They Mm. produced another movie that it looks better than Extraction. It's called 21 Bridges. uh, And it stars Black Panther and J. Jonah Jameson. I think it looks better. So it's on Amazon Prime. That's why you brought that up. It's on Amazon Prime. I'm going to watch it because they shut down all 21 bridges from Manhattan and they can't let anybody out. Is there really that many bridges to Manhattan? Well, Manhattan's an island. No, I understand. <laughs> but I thought <laughs> it was just Look, a major the movie thing would never lie. Like, yeah, why not? You probably have smaller ones, right? Uh, well, look, I, I don't live there. So all you Manhattan. I think it's 21 sounds right. You got the Brooklyn yeah, Bridge. I remember when they, like, Brooklyn, George Washington, uh, JFK, Newark. Uh, I'm just gonna name it. Bridge to Darabithia. Yeah. Uh, Star <laughs> Golden Bridge, Gate, uh, Lionsgate. I've been on both of those bridges. Uh, Lloyd Bridges, Bo Jeff Bridges, Bridges. <laughs> Jeff Bridges. I was like, which one's the most famous one? <laughs> I wonder who is well, Jeff Bridges now. Lloyd Bridges was a comedic genius mm-hmm. remember him on Seinfeld hot shots <laughs> Mando bomb man <laughs> I remember Joe's been re-watching Seinfeld so I'll walk into the family room and just, I'm like sometimes I'm like and then he says this and then it's like oh man so I'm watching on the Facebook video thing I'll just like hit something and then it takes me there and the next video is Seinfeld I'm like oh that's funny oh yeah, 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 yeah or Jerry Stiller on King of Queens <laughs> Still don't know if it's better than according to Jim, though. <laughs> His brother-in-law, Andy. Right. Is on the new show, Space Force. <laughs> oh, really? I haven't seen that show. Yeah. Is it good? Because I haven't heard anybody talk yeah, about it. Yeah, I like it. it. It's not exactly The Office, but it's I still like it. I haven't. Greg Daniels been putting out good stuff. That, that and Upload. I haven't seen choice. Upload, but I'm curious on Upload. I watched. Yeah, Upload's worth it. I want to watch. Um, we just finished defending Jacob, which ended similar to the book. And there's one on Apple Plus called "The Banker." I want to watch with uh, the Falcon and Samuel Jackson. Mm. It's, that one looks really good. And Tom Hanks has a movie premiering on it too. I was like, "Oh, what's happening?" Hmm. <laughs> it's like it's like the entertainment world was ready for COVID. They're like, streams, <laughs> everything is going to be on streaming. It's like, oh. Before we started, I just wa- I start. I was watching uh, King of Staten Island because it just came out today. Yeah. The John Apatow, Pete. Uh, Did you pay for it? Yeah. Okay. No, I was wondering because they sent an email and they're like, "Watch now!" and they sent all these things, and I clicked on what? one. And, huh? Really? Like watch for free? Well, I clicked on it and it said you have to change your country, and I was like, "What?" And that was Amazon. Mm-hmm. That was Amazon. So I. I I think you have I would imagine you have to pay because it's a premiere, but it yeah. didn't mention that in the email they sent. <laughs> so I was like, oh, is it just streaming for free? I didn't think so. That's why I asked. I bought it on I bought it on Google Play. It was a little pricier because it was only in 4K. But I was like, whatever. I just want to watch this movie, and I think it's a it's pretty good so far. I like it. You you like you didn't rent it. You bought it. No, I rented it. Oh, okay. You can only rent it right now. It's like six ninety nine. Yeah. So. That's fine. You're supporting. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. I, if it was in theaters, I probably would have paid 
fifteen dollars. What's a movie ticket? I can't remember anymore. They're all different. I, I no, I'm with you. Like I, I bought uh, Invisible Man when it was for sale. I was, like, yeah. well, I was gonna see it in the theater, and this is cheaper than I would have paid for two tickets in the theater. So, yeah. I just thought I bought it. I also bought Indiana Jones, all four of them. Nice. Dunkirk and Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I didn't buy Birds of Prey though. I haven't seen it. And I'm, I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that. It's uh, it. Watch it when it's on Netflix. Yeah, that's or what I thought. Yeah. But Dunkirk was cheap, so I was like, I gotta buy this and embody it. I'm like, this movie yeah. is so beautiful. <laughs> and Sonic the Hedgehog is just great. Although yeah, the, bloop, great- the bloopers suck. <laughs> no offense to That's- Jim Carrey or James Marsden, but uh, their bloopers are probably a lot funnier in person than on the on the extras feature. Mm. I was just like, eh. <laughs> that was my reaction. I was like, the movie's a lot funnier than the bloopers, which is normally not the case. All right, never tell me the odds. Never tell me the odds, James. Today's odds are brought to us by Patreon. Da, da, Patreon. Da, 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 the Patreon. wonderful people that think we're great. Patreon. Please support us. We work hard. I think. Do we work hard, James? I think we try our best. Moderately. <laughs> Moderately. Uh, our Patreons, patrons who think we're so great and we appreciate their support are Heidi Fetter, Happy Birthday, Al Schuler, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Staniforth, Janet Rubio, Rachel Alford, Austin Schur, Scott D, Andy Higgins, Josh Price, Mason Hope, Matt W. Rez, Rural Farm Boy, Frank Perkins, Sooner Thrawn, Neil Lowry, D. Raven, Spencer, Gleek Play One. <clears throat> I got it. Clear my throat. <laughs> Kayla, I don't want to cough because people get nervous. Kayla Davis, Automated Joy, Disney Desi, Charlotte, Aaron Quinton, Jericho, Kane, aka Han Solo, Girls with Sabres, and uh, Den of Nerds. Den of Nerds. He is a nerd in a den. Actually, I don't even believe he's in a den anymore. I guess his bedroom. <laughs> what are the odds today, Mr. James? The odds that Josh from the Den of Nerds is actually in a den. Uh, the odds He's of in a den? and uh, the odds of Ahmed Best portraying a new Star Wars character in an upcoming series. Um, what do we got? What do we got? I'm gonna your face go is frozen. Seventy <laughs> percent. Your face froze like this. My face is frozen, but I am dancing <laughs> in real life. What was that, I'm, 70%? I'm back. Uh, I'm going to go 75%. Uh, I think people are going to be very, very happy with this Jedi Temple Challenge. And uh, just throw... You don't even have to make a new character. Just make him be that character. And he just walks to the background or something. Like that. Oh, yeah, because I guess he's canon. I'm going to go uh, 67%. I want him to come back. I'm a huge Jar Jar fan anyway. Uh, so yeah. I'd actually prefer him to come back as Jar Jar, but I don't think that's going to happen. So I'd look Jar Jar and Cassian would be great. If, like, I know yeah. Jar Jar has uh, a an ending in the like he's he's in the aftermath trilogy, and he kind of right. said that. But I think I would prefer him. I prefer to see him uh, get some kind of redemption in the uh, inner show. Frankly. Uh, next odds. The odds of Jabba appearing on the Cassian Andor show. 
This might surprise you, James. I'm going to go like 30%, even mm-hmm. though it's such an easy it's such an easy ad because it's just like throw jar, uh, jar, throw Java in something. But I kind of think like it shouldn't be in. I think it should be more kept for like an underworld Han Solo series. Please make Han Solo, please. Thank you. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be in Cassie. I'm going to go 21%. Yeah. I also think they're afraid they might be a little nervous to make that puppet again <laughs> because you've got to make the puppet. And then you, although I think from the Mandalorian, when you hear them talk about the blurgs, I think they're going to, I think yeah. they're learning a lot. Like that's going to help them, mm. you know, get their cojones back. And our final, lot, I'm going to change it a little bit from what I sent okay. you. The odds of Kira appearing on the Obi-Wan Kenobi show with her connection to Darth Maul yeah. and all. Huh. No, I think that's a good move. I'm going to go 85%. She could be some way of relaying information that Maul is still around. And not that it is a huge secret to Obi-Wan, but like maybe they can twist it in some way that relates back to the scene in Rebels. So it's like, ooh. I'm going to go 43%. Nice. I would like it, but I don't think their stories their their stories intertwine. Uh, at least not that late into the game. All right, hollow news. Hollow news. There's not a lot of news, but let's do it. But it's the news that you knew you needed. news. news. This was brought to my attention by James because uh, he sent me the cover art. They are releasing, finally, from a certain point of view, The Empire Strikes Back. So if you read uh, a certain point of view, uh, A New Hope, this was uh, a retelling of different characters that you see in the movies and what they're doing, why they're there. Obviously, in A New Hope, there's a lot of stuff with the cantina. But in Empire Strikes Back, who knows? Maybe we'll get to see a certain point of view from Awampa or perhaps the Tauntaun that sacrifices itself for Luke's survival. Or I don't know. Maybe we'll get a really, really cool Yoda story because we got a really good one in the first one. Fantastico. But anyways, uh, it is going to come out on November 10th, I believe. But what they're doing, a fun thing where they're doing that all participating authors have generously forgone any compensation for their stories. Instead, their proceeds will be donated to First Book, a leading nonprofit that provides new books, learning materials, and other essentials to educators and organizations serving children in need. Uh, to further celebrate the launch of this book and both companies' longstanding relation with First Book, Penguin Random House will donate $100,000 to First Book and, a Disney, and Disney Lucasfilm will donate... An, a, another $100,000 children's books uh, valued at a million dollars. Yes, I'm always bad at reading numbers. Valued at a million dollars to support first book and their mission of providing equal access to quality education. So that, uh, that so the other book will be out for purchase November 10th. So you'll have to wait a little bit longer. But uh, the there will be a sneak peek of some of the authors participating and on StarWars.com on Monday, June 16, next week. 
check it out just to see what's going on. Maybe there's be some excerpts, but that's really fun, and I'm excited for that book. Uh, and our last piece of news, it's finally here. Jedi Jedi Temple Challenge is on YouTube. It came out this week. Episode 1 and 2 are out. Fantastically done. Ahmed Best is the best. Uh, it was really, I've watched the first episode. Uh, I really enjoyed it a lot. It reminded me of the 90s Nickelodeon game shows. And I was the production value is really great. The kids get really psyched. There's one kid in the first episode. His name is Brayden, I believe, and he is hyped the entire episode. So, for if anything, just watch it for this kid. It's on YouTube. Just search Jedi Hidden Temple. It's on the Star Wars channel. Uh, I don't know why it's not on Disney Plus, but it's great. If you have kids, they'll love it and want to be on the show. And this has been your Hollow News. Hollow, Hollow News. Hello news, hello, hello news. Hello news. I'll tell you news about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> top five. Top five. That's my new top five song. Don't unsubscribe. Give us a like. Don't, don't unsubscribe. Like. I'm trying to You know find. you want to hear it and you want to support it. <laughs> Here is your top five, top five Jedi to appear in The Mandalorian. Maybe not season two, maybe beyond season two, but after Ahsoka, Ahsoka does not count, Brock. Well, that just throws off my entire list. <laughs> my number five, uh, the only Jedi that should appear in anything going forward, and that is Kit Fisto. <laughs> what if it was, I don't even know, what is his race called prit fisto oh he has a name his race has a name uh, yeah because i only can think of like the aqualish and like the quarians and the, the moncala for the sub like the i was gonna say subterranean but that's not right the underwater creatures he's underwater a, race i'm now to land oh no yeah i have seen that I now it's supposed to be like nautilus nautilin yeah now i guess he was a renowned male Nautilin Jedi Master in the waning years of the... And that cuts off. I'm going to go Cal Kestis because he is not dead, <laughs> I think. Too easy. Uh, it's very, very easy because the story is engaging and I'm like, ooh. I haven't finished it yet. Yeah, I know. I just got my droid. Actually, I haven't played anything. Uh, number four, again, Mace Windu. If Samuel <laughs> Jackson says he's not dead and George Lucas is like, yeah, sure. Then you bring him back with one eye and a purple lightsaber. My number four is Ahsoka Tano. <laughs> I am putting it on there. I don't care what you say. She could very easily be alive. I'm disappointed. <laughs> Are you? Number three, Yoda. Yoda. Yeah, that's true, that's Yoda. I guess. You Just put, you put like, whoa, you are my my son. I will put you in a basket. And it's like Moses. And he puts baby Yoda down a basket down the river. See, my list is just like, who is still alive at that time? <laughs> so my number three is Leia. I know she's not a Jedi, but whatever. 
She's a Jedi in the Rise but, of Skywalker. True. Kind of. No, she uh, quits. She's a quitter. Because she, yeah, she, she, she has, she has the a son. Premonition. Yeah. But, yeah. I like that. Uh, uh, they should just make Billy Lord play her. Why not? She kind of looks, I mean, she's her daughter, so she, of course, looks a little bit like Princess Leia. Yeah, just do not? it. Well, that kind of ties it to my number two, Luke. Oh, my goodness. My number two is Luke as well. Wait, is your number one the same as my number one? I don't know. <laughs> Plo Koon. That's not true. Uh, my number one is Ezra Bridger. Oh, you fool. You went for the wrong young Jedi. You should have gone Ben Solo. Boom. Mm, he's no, he's not. The, he's not a Jedi yet. He'd still be. No, no, no. Yes, <laughs> yes, he is. He'd be like six. He wouldn't be taken with Luke yet. Perfect. <laughs> no, you know what? I I originally wanted Ben Solo, but now I don't. Actually, I don't really want. The only one of these that you... I I would really want to be honest would be either Yoda in a flashback or Ezra because Ezra would tie into Ahsoka, and that's it. Uh, everyone else, mm-hmm. we we I don't think we need. I, I don't think we need them. I don't. Yeah. I know all. <laughs> no, it's it's fine. Ben Solo comes to Oh god. What what's their planet called? Navarro. Navarro, thank you. Dave Navarro from Yep. Jane's Addiction. Uh no, he comes he's on a on uh on a class trip and then he finds a broom and he starts brooming things. And he becomes a new broom boy. Ooh, I like it. I like it. All right, this is 172 episodes of the Rebel Scum Podcast. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and some other places as well. Anything else, Brock? Uh, stay alert. Stay safe. You're only saying that for one reason, and that's because you We're always scum. Rebel scum. Hey, scumbags. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.